Maybe we can start the show now. I can't hear anybody else. Can you hear me, Aguna? Yeah, just mm-hmm. come in and start the show. And welcome to Sportletics, where sports and politics mix and mingle. I'm Stacey Johnson. Joining me tonight is Aguna, the Nigerian moderate Republican. Keith, the constitutional conservative. Stephen, the independent thinker. And my cousin, Todd. Tonight, we've got a full-packed show for you. President Biden signs into law same-sex marriage bill as Argentina overpowers Croatia to reach, to reach World Cup final. Georgia Senate sent Senator Warnock instead of Herschel Walker. Playoffs are almost set for the NFL as Arizona's Kristen Cinema is no longer a Democrat and what that means for that body. Brittany Griner is released from a Russian gulag as Americans traded her for Victor Bout, known as Russia's Merchant of Death. The flu, RSV, and COVID, all three respiratory viruses continue to stress the healthcare system in the United States. In a season for spreading holiday cheer, experts say we are spreading so much more. Punchbowl News reports with no agreement so far on an omnibus funding package. House Democratic leader will introduce a short-term spending bill today, maybe, maybe designed to keep the federal agencies open until December 23rd. And even if they do, it may not work. Have you noticed that the cost of groceries have gone up item by item? I mean... A dollar, just a dollar even? That and more, if we can fit it in, um, let's talk about, uh, okay, I'm not being seen. Aguna, we got you on two screens. This is amateur hour and it's getting on my nerves. I'm not being seen because I had surgery and I can't be seen. But Aguna, you've got to get rid of one of these Uh there you go. I just got rid of them. So let's talk about the commanders, Stephen. I think your commanders were on a bye this week, but they were able to move up to uh, play uh, up in status so they could possibly have a wild card for the playoffs. Unmute yourself, Steve. Okay. Is that true? Uh, I'll answer for Stephen because I think he's high. Um. Uh, the they have a out. definite chance of making a force. They just okay. Stevens having technical difficulties. He'll get back to us. What happened, Aguna? Hey, what had happened was well, the Eagles beat the Giants, so that actually helped the uh, Commanders uh, because of our decisive win over the uh, New York Football Giants. And so now you're in a position where the commanders 
who play the Giants again. They play them back-to-back with a bye week in the middle, um, have a chance to really take the lead in the wild card hunt. And um, coincidentally enough, Carson Wentz has been activated, so he's going to be back in the lineup. Now, again, they've already declared – Ron Rivera has um, declared that um, Wentz is the backup and Heineke is the starter. But this is a do-or-die for both teams. I think, you know, depending on who wins this game, they're going to really be in the driver's seat, and whoever loses is going to really be in trouble because you also have Seattle. If the playoff started today – all NFC East teams would be in the playoff, which is kind of interesting. Um, but, yeah, so that's – there we are. But it's going to be a make or break. It's almost like a playoff-type um, game coming up against the Commanders and the Giants. And the Commanders will probably be a favorite in that game. I forget where they're playing. I think they're playing in D.C. So they're going to be home. You know, they got a little momentum going on. And the Commanders haven't lost in the last five games. You know, they've tied one game, but they haven't lost. So it's like they, you know, they feel like they're a team of destiny to a certain degree. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that game plays out. So Aguna, can you go on to talk about uh, the best team in the NFL right now? Right, the Philadelphia Eagles. So it was a great game. It was a great win. I think the Eagles. They surprised me in the sense of I'm thinking that these two games before um, Christmas Eve, something weird going to happen because I know the NFL wants that game to mean a lot because when we played Dallas on Christmas Eve, you saw where Dallas played the Giants on Thanksgiving. It was one of the most watched games in football ever, history. So imagine if the Eagles play the Cowboys in Dallas, you know, for the division. So that's why I was thinking with the Giants game, some some screwy things would happen. But we ended up winning that game decisively. So now you go to Chicago, and that becomes kind of a, a pseudo-trap game because you're on the road. The weather is going to be probably in the 40s, 30s, 40s. Um, and Soldier Field is a real crappy turf. and There's a real crappy turf. I don't know if you remember back in like 2011 or so, we were playing Jake Cutler and the field was basically like mud. Right. Um, but all that being said, they only won three, te- three games. Um, but you know, you got Justin Fields sometimes with a mobile quarterback like that, they can get a couple plays their way, get confidence and, you know, they can really um, cause trouble. So the Eagles are 10 point favorites, but if they lose, you now go to Dallas and now the winner of that game is kind of in the driver's seat for the uh, for the championship or for well for the division. Um, and again, the Eagles have to win at least two of the last four in order to claim home field and to uh, win the division. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see that going forward. Um, but I'm looking forward to it because I think the Eagles are on a roll right now. Jalen Hurts had a great game. He, uh, he connected with A.J. Brown uh, for a touchdown, and A.J. Brown got over 1,000 a, a yards receiving. Um, Miles Sanders has 1,000 a, a total yards. So, you, you know, they they got a lot of weapons, and they're not even at full strength yet because Dallas Goddard's not back. There are some of their corners um, in secondary are, are banged up, so they're going to get those guys back soon. And then, of course, the offensive line, knock on wood, is staying healthy. And right now – you know, as much as the NFL is trying to say that they are, 
you know, they're frauds and they haven't played anybody. They're right now the one of the most complete teams in the NFL and definitely in the NFC, especially with the 49ers dealing with injuries, with the Cowboys dealing with inconsistencies and with the Vikings who just lost to Detroit. You know, that's also, you know, you, you see some of the top teams really aren't as strong as the years past. So uh, it looks it looks promising, but you know, what we don't want is to go and fall short because that would mean I think it'll be the first time in sports history that the Philadelphia would lose like in the finals in like three or four major sports. Cause you saw what happened to the Phillies in the world series. You saw what happened to the uh, Philadelphia union. And now if that were to happen to the Eagles too, get to the Super Bowl and lose, you know, Oh my gosh, even though it's been a great year so far and they overachieved, that still would be a very, big disappointment if the Eagles, Phillies, and Union all lost in the finals and, you know, the city came up short with a championship on all. And Flyers and the um, and the Sixers are already disappointments, so we'll see what happens. But, you know, the sad part about it is Lane Johnson is out for an injury. Um, we still have uh, got, uh, Dallas Goddard out. And some teams, as Peyton Manning was saying last night on Monday Night Football, some teams are just waiting to get their groove. Now, they may not have a schedule or may not have a win-loss like we do, but all they need is to find a groove and start flowing. And like you said, they can flow right by us and beat us and win. Yeah, and this is the time of year where you have that, right? Certain teams get on a roll, like the Commanders. You know, they're they're they they haven't lost four or five games. And so you get on this hot streak. You look at Detroit. Detroit has a major win against the Vikings. Um, you look at teams like Seattle are faltering a little bit. Even the Cowboys pulling off a last-minute win against the Texans the way they did. You know, you get these teams that start feeling, you know, they got, they're overcoming adversity. They're finding ways to win. They're thinking of, you know, you know, that next step and they're coming in and they're gelling as a team and they're staying out of the injury um, column. I mean, because at this point in the year, you don't have six weeks, seven weeks to come back and finish the season. If you go out in the last four to five weeks of the season, you're pretty much done, right? Especially, you know, with the playoffs being right there. So this is the time of year where you got a lot of luck. You got to find your rhythm. And you got to finish off the season strong because we've seen a time and time again where teams, you look at the Steelers last year, you look at, you know, the Baltimore Ravens went through where they're on this one, they only lost one game. And next thing you know, they, they hit a wall in December and they're one and done in the playoffs. So you don't want to get into that um, rut either as you um, close out the year. So Steven, did you want to talk about your commanders while you were having the difficulties, uh, Laguna filled in for you. I know. I don't know what he said because I didn't hear what anybody said because I was struggling to get back on. Uh, uh, we, uh, we have a, a great opportunity this weekend. I don't know what you heard from me either, but we have a great opportunity to beat the Giants. We just played them a, a, a two weeks ago, and we ended in a tie at their home. They're going to come our place, and we're going to – do everything that we can, everybody is, not even just the people on the field, but they're, they're buying people's tickets left and right. There's players and everybody that's buying people's tickets so they can come and watch the game because it's going to, it's just huge. If, 
if the Washington team Redskins, if they can uh, win, you know, a couple more games, I think they'll be okay. They got a hard game in the in between coming up. Uh, it's the 49ers, and I don't care if it's me or Aguna or Todd or Stacy or Keith at quarterback. It's gonna be hard to beat them because they're they're, they're pretty incredible. So we're not at that level, but. And I say we now because I've been a fan for all my life. For 39 years, I've been a fan of the Washington Redskins. And I'm not going to stop now. Just because somebody. You are not 39, 39 years, years old. old. Yeah, and, and don't, hey, Aguna, I don't, Aguna, please don't put any self-fulfilling prophecies out there and look at the other teams in Philly and even and actually speak the words. You don't do that because that things like that can make that happen. So don't do that. Keep positive. Keep real positive. There is no team that's better than the Eagles right now. Nobody can dispute that. Yeah, but that's They're what we were saying. Around and around it's, great. But if we they were saying it doesn't. Two guys in, Steven, Monica Sue and somebody else, then they would have. But Stephen, we were saying that doesn't matter. We were saying, Stephen, that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter that our team is really good because Peyton Manning was saying last night on Monday Night Football that any team, that most teams, regardless of their wins and losses right now, are waiting to get into grooves so they can just sail through the playoffs. So schedules and what they've won and what they lost doesn't have anything to do with that. But you have such a complete team, and you have the best quarterback that's playing football today. There's nobody better than him. He, he's a, absolutely amazing. And it's, it's everything, the whole combination of the whole team. Uh, I, I don't think I don't think anybody can beat you. I was worried about San Francisco taking you out and keeping you out of the Super Bowl because they had something really, really going on. But this, people are going to figure out this kid, the last guy drafted for a reason. They're going to figure him out. Yeah, and that's I agree with that. And you got Debo Samuel is kind of nicked up, so you, you know oh, that's why Washington weeks. has a chance against them. I mean, they they do have a really good defense. D'Amico uh, Ryan's the D coordinator there. Has got put together a really good. But the thing is, I also think their defense is a little suspect as well. They got great linebackers. Don't get me wrong. They got some line. good DNs. They don't have good D tackles, and their secondary is nicked up and kind of mm. spotty at best. So if the linebackers and the DNs aren't getting to you, you have a chance to kind of, you know, open up a little bit against that team. Now, their offense on, on the offensive side of the ball with Purdy at quarterback, you know, you got McCaffrey. With right. Debo not being there, that's going to be a problem. But, you know, they, they do have some, you know, they do have a high-power offense. You saw what they did to Tampa Bay. They just really steamed yeah. it. If, yeah, yeah, but if, if they Debo would get healthy, y'all would have something to worry about. Forwards in there, then they wouldn't have anything to worry about, don't you think? Um, uh, Todd, are you going? Are, you know, not. I know you're very religious, but is, are you going to a call to prayer right now? Is it? What is what that? What are you are talking you, about? <laughs> I don't know. Is that okay? I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> I no, thought I, I thought your hat looked good, Todd. I'm looking for a hat <laughs> like that, but I want a red one for for like Christmas. So, like cousin Todd. So, cousin Todd, do you know what a um, secondary is? Yes, ma'am. It's just it's a forward without all the dress up. Todd, you do look good in camel, though. That's a that, hopefully that's you know. I, I got you. You need to stick to that fashion. <laughs> All right. So, um, uh, uh, Stephen, um, 
Aguna did mention while you were gone that your quarterback is back up and ready to go. Carson Wentz. Oh, yeah. They got to keep Wentz happy. You know, it was a big slap in the face to him because they paid him so much money. And he's he's done really great things in the league. I mean, he's a, and he's a great quarterback that, you know, hasn't been great at, at times. Everybody slumps. But Heineke right now has got everything going for the Redskins. Every it, Because the team loves him. They even wear shirts with his face on it. But you know what? Heineke and any quarterback can get taken out at any time. So they have to have Wentz ready, uh, a little bit mad, and 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 determined to come out because he's an older guy that that needs to prove that he can still play. He can still he can still make it with everybody, but but they're not gonna, they're not going to do anything to knock uh, Heineke out of there unless he starts so, losing. But here's my thing. Here's my thing. Heineke is Heineke the guy. You know, Wentz has always been put on a pedestal. First round draft pick, top draft pick. You know, he doesn't want to come out there and compete. That's his problem in Philadelphia. As soon as they got some competition in there, he got all in his feelings. You know, he didn't want to play. He didn't want to go. He want to take his ball and go home. So it, does Wentz have the mental toughness to just sit on the bench? And, it, and again, it, it, people have been pretty down on him for a while. Then meanwhile, you got Heineke, and Heineke – he is going – this is a contract year for him. He'll be a free agent after this season. And, you know, he's kind of undersized, right? So he's a little – he's a shorter quarterback. You know, nowadays in the league, they want the 6'3", six, 6'4", six, 6'5", six, plus guy that's going to be mobile in the pocket, whatever, right? And Heineke, you know, he had not, not taking anything away from his heart. And again, right. as a backup, you're, you're, you just want that shot. You just want to get on the field and have that shot. But, you know – I don't think they're very confident in him long term. They, they're going to no. try to ride this horse until the end of the season, but right. I don't think they're committing to him to say he's that guy. Now, granted, he may be a guy someplace, meaning I, I don't see 32. They're not like 30-plus quarterbacks that are starting right now in the NFL that are better than Heineke, right? So he may be a starter somewhere, but I doubt, if the Washington commanders are going to commit to him just because I, I get that they want a proven veteran. They don't want to develop right. anybody. They don't want, they want somebody to come in there and that kind of lead the team and they want to sell the team. So they don't want to come in, you know, but if you know <laughs> according to the numbers, Heineke is horrible. He, he, he's impressive and he's fun to watch, but his numbers are horrible. I think out of 38 quarterbacks that have played this year, no 39, I think he's 38. That's what the numbers show. You know what else? He never runs. He's one run maybe once or twice or something, but he never runs. But he looks but like you don't he's want him to. I mean, if he's running, that means your O line's not doing their job. You don't want a guy running no, that quarterback I mean, no. all the time. Maybe he doesn't run because he doesn't want to get hurt. I don't know. But he is a little undersized, even short. He's undersized, but he worked out a lot this over the offseason and he's trying to get better. He's trying to be a better quarterback. But he really, the team is winning the same, his quarterback attributes but Carson Wentz could right, quarterback what is happening is the team gym, the team is taking him in like little brother and they're playing so hard for him and that's happening. it's like a movie it doesn't even make sense none of this makes sense Haneke is this big compared to your quarterback that's eight feet tall that's what the problem is right now but you can't you can't sit him 
And th- th- that's why the coach is saying, hey, I got a quarterback. We're going to put him in there. He's second strength. We'll do what we can. But there were, if, if this little heart wins, has to be ready to go because you can't hurt his feelings too much. You have to keep him in the fold. So when the time comes, he can get in there and win the game. All right, let's move on. I want to move on specifically to um, – I don't know if you can see this. Let me share my screen. This is uh, foxnews.com. I think you can see this. Brittany Griner, um, she was released. Um, she arrived at the San Antonio Medical Facility last week after her release last Thursday as part of a prisoner exchange between the U.S., and Russia for the notorious convicted arms dealer, Victor Bout. Um, how, Cousin Todd, let's start with you. Um, how do you feel about her being released from custody as a United States Marine veteran? Paul Whelan was left in Russia, as you can see this foxnews.com story. And let me just add a little bit more, Cousin Todd, before you answer. This particular Dallas Cowboy linebacker, backer, Micah Parsons, as you can see him right there, number 11, said he believed, and I'll keep going, when he tweeted, he said, we still not voting for you, President Biden. He said, um, my last tweet was no shot at Brittany Griner. I'm super happy she's back home as she should be. I just have family who have served. And it's crazy to me the president wouldn't bring him home too. I'm furthest from a Trump supporter, but I'm not a fan of Biden either. Cousin Todd. Well, that uh, he's speaking out of emotion, which most people do, you know, in those kinds of situations, because he didn't go over and negotiate to have Paul released. So um, I don't know what he's talking about. As if to say, oh, they wanted to leave Paul there and bring uh, uh, this girl home. It's just dumb. Uh, They were going to send either one or none and they chose her. Um, Now it's strange how Republicans are talking about Paul being left over there, but I didn't even know Paul was there. He's not Republican. He just said, hello, ma'am, ma'am, ma'am. He just said, I'm not a Trump supporter. Are you talking? Look at this. Read this. I don't know if you can read. Let me finish what I'm saying. This is what this this is what a Trump supporter does. They cut you off and they will try to hijack Brittany Griner. I'm super happy she's back home as she should be. I just have family who served and it's crazy to me the president wouldn't bring him home too. I'm the furthest thing from a Trump supporter, but I'm not a fan of Biden either. You you just mentioned because you just mentioned all of my time. He's not Republican. So what are you talking about? Can I finish what I was saying, Republican, Trump supporter? Thank I'm you. I'm not a Trump supporter. Sure you are. Call so, on your friend Keith and Stephen. Don't call on me. Okay. And this yeah. is what these uh, Trump supporters do. They block your time talking, and then they say, got to move on. So like I was trying to say. You're right. Thanks. Got to move on. <clears throat> dumb people who speak from emotion 
no facts, just emotions. So you're saying Micah Parsons is a dumb person speaking from emotions. Oh, God help me. Is that what you're saying? Out. I'm going to tell you what I'm saying. If you Thank would you. allow me the space to Thank use English. You. Now, what I'm saying is this. People like him are speaking from emotion because he didn't go negotiate either of their releases. So he doesn't know what he's talking about. Uh, the president wanted both of them home, but Russia said no. Putin uh, said no. And Republicans love Putin. All of Fox News loves Putin. So he said no. So what are you going to do? Now, I didn't even know Paul's name for years when Donald Trump was in office when he first got kidnapped by the Russians because Trump and the Republicans said nothing about him. Trump never tried to get him home. Now, Joe Biden is in office, and now all they can talk about is the captured over in Russia. It is amazing to me how so this contradictory is who you're these about, people Micah are. Micah Parsons, and this is we're talking about his comment, and this is all that you've got to say, Aguna. Yeah, what um, I'm I said, he's dumb. Why would he equate uh, the military with being kidnapped? He just said Aguna. He just said my. Family has served. That's in the dumb. That's a dumb statement. Don't equate Aguna. the two. My family serves, so leave her there and bring them home. Yeah, That's I mean, dumb. You know, a lot of times, you know, Americans, we've been very spoiled, right? So it's always tit for tat, right? So it's either or. It can't be either and. And to think that, you know, Paul Whelan, I, is he's he's a former Marine, right? So he was there at, on a contractor on for business, and then they detained him and they took him into custody because right. they, they're saying that, that he stole Trump. they're saying he stole Russian documents from Russia. Right. Um, so think about so just think about this. Think about it. They said that he stole Russian doc documents that so they accused him of being a spy, former Marine, versus an athlete that had weed you know, now, of course, as Americans, we're looking at, oh, well, he's a decorated guy. Uh, look at the crime, though. They probably had some suspicion of what Whelan is doing. And I think based on the storyline, they wanted two people for Whelan and they only wanted one for Brittany Griner, who's this Russian you know, arms dealer who's been in jail for like 10 to 15 years already or something like that. So, I mean, it's not, you know, when, you, when the State Department engages these foreign countries, you know, it's not always just black and white where, OK, this person's getting this. There's a lot of negotiations. There's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes. There's a lot of, you know, sanction. There's all kind of different things playing out. And for Biden to get anything is good. But at the same time, he's not going to please everybody. People are people are going to find something to be upset about, regardless of what Biden did. If Biden didn't do anything, they would be upset about it. <laughs> they were upset do about what he wasn't like doing. Donald no, Trump now he did anything? it. And now it's like, he, oh, he should have done this. Okay, if he would have got Whelan and exchanged like five right. Western operatives for Whelan, then they're going to say he did too much. You know, so, right. and again, I think Todd made a good point about Trump being able to have done it while he was in office. But, I mean, why can't we as Americans just say, okay, good, we got somebody, I know we could do more, we, hopefully we in the next, you know, months or whatever ahead, we can try to find ways to negotiate. But I guarantee you, there's a reason why Russia wanted more than just a one-for-one -one swap when it came to Wheeling. They have something, or they think they have something, there's something going on there where they think that he's a more high-profile 
than Brittany Griner. Again, Brittany Griner's Olympic, you know, but she's an athlete. She's, you know, she's not over there spying or anything. They're accusing him of spying and being a double agent and all this kind of stuff. So, I mean, so it's not Steven, the same thing. So, Stephen, if you look at this uh, screen I have, it says, Micah Parsons said, just spoke to some people that I respect and trust. I should have been more educated on the topic and not tweeted out of emotion for my family and other who have served. For that, I apologize. See, emotion. That's what I was just talking about. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you, Stephen. Trump supporter. Also, if what I'm told about the attempts to bring retired Marine Paul Whelan home are true, then the best outcome was accomplished. I pray Mr. Whelan comes home, but I'm extremely happy for Brittany and her family. I'm not too prideful to admit when I've made a mistake. What do you think about him saying that, Stephen? Now, who said that again? Micah Parsons, the same NFL player who said uh, he should have brought home. Exactly the what I just said about him. He came to his senses. Thank you, Stephen. I, I, love, Thank you, Stephen. I love Micah. I don't care that he plays for the. I don't. I don't care that Micah plays for the Cowboys. I love Micah, and I love his heart, and I love the fact that he understands people who serve, and they're in his family, and they're his friends. And they're the ones who are sacrificing everything so we can have our freedoms. I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. What do that, you appreciate specifically? What are you talking about? The fact that he, that-, that he took offense to this because a Marine stayed back. But let me put my point on this, Todd. Oh, so as she should have you- stayed and the Marine should have come home. You, That's what you mean? Please. I don't mean? I'm not being disrespectful. Please let me speak. As long as you've known me, I've been consistent. Women... Ah need to be treated Man. differently. And, but whatever her preference or what, if she identifies as whatever she identifies, here. To me, she's a woman. And as a man, we need to protect our women. That, that's a, that woman. That's, a, that's somebody intentionally vulnerable. Even though she could probably kick my ass 10 times out of 10. I don't know. But she's still a woman. And that's why, we did, that's why you do it. I agree with you that there are bigger charges than this. These are really small charges. This is something they just wanted to do. And they got a guy that is as, he's as bad as Ben Laden. But you know, as bad as Ben Laden is, as bad as everybody made Ben Laden to be and made him the man he was. People make this guy, different countries use this guy to get weapons, to do what they can do to make themselves better and say, well, he's the guy that's the bad guy. Look at the bad guy. And it's a, it's a, it's, it, I don't consider it a bad trade. It was, I think it was a, uh, one thing that went right for the administration that I can call out because she's a woman, he's a man, he has stiffer charges. It's the no-brainer. Maybe there was somebody else there. Oh, wait a minute. There is somebody else there. He's a, he's a white guy. He's about my age. And he had less uh, weed than she did, but he's been there for a couple years. Maybe they could have combined the two of them to, to get both of them out of Russia at the same time. It's not asking for a lot. It's not asking for a guy to consider a spy. No, What's but- wrong with this guy? And that's very, I don't have any, I don't have any, any I'm not in a, anybody's box, you know? Right. I'm but- saying we can agree on some things. And I think it's, it's hard to Trump not agree that she's a woman. And you have to well, treat her and, and, This same white guy huh? you're talking about, Donald and Trump didn't believe, try to get him home. I didn't and please believe they probably negotiated it, again, it's contingent on Russia, right? It's not like the Biden. You can't assume that the Biden administration didn't try, hasn't been trying, and all this other stuff. These are high profile. It's a high profile uh, yeah, president, I don't know. Thing, I don't right? Know. 
you know, and and they could they'd be like, no, they want something else. I mean, again, you know, you, you yeah, I think with Michael Parsons. The only problem I have with Michael Parsons' statement is, you know, you don't jump out there and just go straight political, right? It's bad enough these people's lives are disrupted by being in this hostage situation. To make it about Biden and Trump, you know, it's like the you know, why are you throwing your head in the in the fire like that? Yeah. Because there are things that Trump could have done more. Well, I mean, he. He released a lot of the Taliban and all these guys in Afghanistan, yeah. which are, you know, which led to the fall of Afghanistan. So it's like you want to go in there and start, you know, tumbling in the mud, you know, without context. It's it to Stephen's point, you know, you got the you got the best you could get out of this situation. Now, whether this arms dealer is going to go off and somehow, I mean, again, it's an arms dealer. The world is full of guns. I think first thing, you guys are second amendment rights, folks. He's dealing he's dealing with arms, so you should, you should want this guy. Really. What does this guy do, right? Other than mm-hmm. what other countries do anyway, which right. is pedal arms, right? That's what the U.S. does. I mean, it's like, okay, but he's, maybe he's not on the right side, right? So at the end of the day, she had a little bit of weed. He's selling arms, which is what we were going to do anyway. He's the, he's a vessel for what foreign governments use, like Stephen was saying, to get arms into certain countries. And I think he only had five years to go. Yeah, he had five years to go. Right? So it's like, you know, and again, it's not that, you know, again, they're going to make it about liking Biden. That's where Parsons got it wrong. It's not whether you like Biden or not, whether you like Trump no. or not. This is a situation where what as we as Americans can do to get something out of something. We're working with you know, we're working in exchange with the Russians. Yeah. Why can't we just celebrate the fact that, you know, we got a citizen home, we got an Olympic and athlete. it's not home. about the military. You're right. pitting a civilian against you're, the military. That's what he was doing. It's a false narrative. It's a false narrative. He did it. No, but Micah did it without having to Micah, he's busy. He's preparing for a game. We we look at all of this stuff. All of us on here look at it. So that's his defense. He came back and said, you know, I was, I was, I I disagree because if you're focusing on those things, just like Kyrie tweeting stuff, you know, you don't go out there on social media if you don't have context before to Todd's point about emotionally responding to things without knowing, I'm not going to sit here and talk about nuclear physicist stuff. If I don't have any doing that. It really hurt part and he had to express himself. I gotta get Keith. It really hurt him. It I hurt mean, him. where was he? he you no, know, you know, there are a lot of wounded after, warriors. Like, there are a lot of wounded warriors him. that are going through a lot from the VA perspective, coming back home with PTSD and all this other stuff. There's a lot of things that we should be getting offended about with all of us who have military people in our families that we can speak to. Michael Parsons was grandstanding. And he needs to mature a little bit. Again, I mean, it's like put some things in context. You made it political. You made it about liking and not liking the president. Again, we're all, you, we have to put this country. You know, we want to put the country first. Yeah. It's bigger than Biden. It's bigger than Trump. We're trying to get a citizen home. So why do you have to make it about that? So, so Keith, um, tell us what you think about them not he being made, he made it political for no for, reason. I, I agree. Tell us, about, tell us about what you think about them not bringing. You, former U.S. Marine Michael, I mean, U.S. Marine Whelan, not home. That question is improper. Well, you know, the, uh, I, I really. You're I have, Todd, Todd, wait a minute, Keith. Todd, like Aguna said, you look improper. Go ahead, Keith. I have to admit that it's not, um, you know, it's, uh, I guess uh, that's who Russia chose to release. So 
I'm not going to blame Biden. Very smart, Biden. Keith. I can't That's believe what... you. A butt well, is coming. A butt is coming. No, Go no, ahead. You... But. Well, let me finish. I want to give you the butt. <laughs> but, I know it's coming. Yeah, here's the. Yeah, even I'm not gonna. I mean, be honest with you. I mean, that's what uh, Biden, I guess, took what he could get. Um, you know, that's what Russia said. They would re they released that person. It was the wrong person, but you know, that's what we get. But uh, as far as uh, Brittany, let me just make the comment. And this is the part I know Aguna's not gonna like, and Todd's not gonna like. The part the part I'm I want to say. That, you know, she has made comments and said like. Um, we shouldn't have to stand for the national anthem. We should not even say the national or sing the national anthem. So she, you know, has made some anti-American comments in her own country. I just hope that she'll be grateful. Let's put it that way. I, let's hope that she's come home and she's happy and grateful that she made it home. There you go. Yeah, I mean, there, there are a lot of folks, especially like on January 6th, that, you know, they are executing what they feel is a right, right? And you still have to be accountable and be held, you know, have consequences for your actions. And you turn around and say the same country that we sometimes try to tear down, you know, we rush to her call when it's convenient for us. Right. So, I mean, yeah. I think that's just part of the fabric of being an American citizen. That's why you can look at a Kaepernick kneeling and mm -hmm. understand that he's executing his freedom of speech and be, and be also grateful that, People fought and died for the for exactly. his, the freedom of him the right to do to that. Do that. The and right you can to do also that. look at people carrying the Confederate flag, and even though they are considered traitors, they're still Americans, even yeah. carrying the Fed Confederate flag. I agree. Which I think is a bigger slap in the face than kneeling Absolutely. or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Actually, I agree with so, you guys. So, Todd, so cousin Todd, uh, you're looking at. I'm sharing my screen. World Cup. Uh, we our thoughts and prayers go out to Grant Wall, who worked in Qatar last They're not month. Only their own country. He uh, passed away. Cousin Todd, do you want to tell us the story about Grant Wall? What happened? Oh, he was so young. he was a writer. Uh, I, I I didn't know his work really because he was a sports writer. Even though I know all about sports, I just weren't wasn't so familiar with him. Uh, but he was feeling ill for the past week, and he was in Qatar uh, reporting on the games and um, football. Some call it soccer. <laughs> and uh, anyway, he was feeling ill, and he went uh, to the hospital twice to the ER to uh, be seen. <clears throat> he had a cough, and he just wasn't feeling well, and he talked about it on his podcast. And while at the game, he passed out. And I don't think he ever recovered. And uh, they rushed him to the hospital and he was pronounced dead wow. at 49 years old. And Did so he... they're doing an autopsy now to determine what the cause of death was. Was yeah, he they brought him back. Why don't, we he... don't know. They brought him back from there to the United States to do an autopsy. But his brother, Todd, that's not the story you wasted three minutes on that. The story is what uh, What about his brother, Cousin Todd? His, well, well, the story, I don't want to involve his brother. He just wore a t-shirt, and this is what Republicans like you do, Trump supporters. He
he wore a t-shirt, uh, a rainbow t-shirt to the games oh, and they wouldn't allow him to go in the games with that t-shirt on and they detained him for about 30 minutes. And um, then they did allow him to go in after 30 minutes. And so what was the t-shirt about? It was a Come rainbow t-shirt. That, that implied what? He likes a rainbow. No, Dang. it implied um, uh, uh, equality, LGBTQ plus equality because his brother uh, is a member of that community. Um, and he was promoting it. Right, but and whether his brother is it, a member of it or, but or not. That, but that's why he was doing it, for his brother. Because well, he, he was his brother. doing it for the community. He was doing it for fairness. He doesn't think people should be discriminated against and even if you Cutter. are if you are black and you want to marry somebody white, you should be allowed to do that and not So we're not uh, going into that. You can't mixer. try to take us into something else. Stacey, we're not going into that. Vaccinated? Was he vaccinated? Uh, I don't know. They didn't say. If you look at this oh. screen that I'm showing you, it says he um, Grant Wall 49, and this is according to the New York Post.com. They said Grant Wall 49 had a death rattle cough from a stubborn case. I'm trying to move it so you can see it from a stubborn case of we bronchitis yeah. shortly before he collapsed while covering Argentina's quarterfinal win against the Netherlands, his brother Eric Wall said. Eric previously speculated that foul play may have been involved since the soccer writer was an outspoken critic of the Qatar government and received death threats after wearing a rainbow shirt to a match. That was the whole point, Cousin Todd, which he didn't get to at all. I want to know if he's vaccinated. Let's see. I Maybe don't know. Aguna, um... Do you want to talk well, a little cares? bit too? What, what does that got to do with uh, it? That's a Trump supporter trying yeah, to make an issue out of a non-issue. Any type of did he have a runny nose or anything? I mean, yeah. But Stop. Tuesday, Stop. excuse me, look at this article. It says, but Tuesday, the brother wrote on Twitter, the family will release a statement as to the cause of death soon. I no longer suspect foul play. It was not pulmonary embolism. Talk about Aguna Cutter's role and uh, what they're doing yeah, with Stacey, this. They said it was well, bronchitis. So, so here, Stacy, they said it was bronchitis. Remember a couple years ago, they would have said it was COVID. Yeah, because yeah. we got to make something political out of someone's death. That's what we do That's on this Trump show. Trump supporters. That's At what the they day, do. Well, they're sick. Know, to Stacy's original question. Qatar, you know, they do not, you know, that's not part of their culture, right? They're one of these countries that they, I mean, people may say it's homophobic or whatever, but part of this is, you know, they have certain human rights issues when it comes to certain things, sexuality being one of them, right? The way they treat women, all this other stuff is coming to question. FIFA selected this country to host the World Cup. And so when we select this country to host the whole World Cup, now we go to this country and we try to bring our values, our perspectives, mm -hmm. our rights, and all these things right. and throw it in their face and expect them to be like, okay, you know what? You're right. Mm -hmm. We're going to throw away centuries of culture and who we are to respect who mm -hmm. you are. Because well, centuries yeah. of discrimination and sexism, but yeah, I understand your well, point. Well, yeah, I mean, I get that. You know I know I'm not, I'm not condoning it, 
But mm-hmm. the thing is, when we go into these situations, you, we're trying to impose our values on other countries I, I you know, that we've yeah. agreed to, you yes. know, to partner with and things like that. It's almost yeah. like, hey, you know what? We're going to accept certain aspects of your culture that we agree with. But the other ones, we're going to get right in your face and in 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 your communities and everything and tell you, Mm -hmm. Hey, you know what? You're wrong. And you will do what we Americans do. Even though America, you know, has only been around for 200 some odd years, right? These countries have been around fighting and in their thing for centuries. Centuries. (laughs) Absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, this is now a Rocky movie. You're not going to go over there and beat Drago and then ramble (laughs) some words about America and change all the hearts and minds of the people. These are indoctrinated in their culture. So we yeah. as Americans need to also look at that when we come in and there and try to change things and then beat our chest and say, all look at that. That LGBTQI plus three, they can do so well in this country that they can't do in okay. so many other countries. But this country gets beaten up every day saying we are so hard to that, to that community and they're not. Everybody's open arms to people. They love people. Uh, gay people okay, can get married delusional. in this country. They can do what they, they want. Ju- they well, could not get married in this country. They won't okay. get killed per se. Let me say this. But there's still a long way to go. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, Todd. Uh, but they don't get killed. They get killed more than anybody else. Look, we're evolving. Okay. We're uh, all evolving. I was going to say when, when Agun was talking about how this country... Yeah, but that's uh, why America is so... Because oh this country is so open to everybody. <laughs> uh, we love everybody, Todd. We love everybody. Okay. Even your camel, the camel beanie. Uh, you know, it's just one of those things that we just embrace. Go ahead, Todd. Okay. Uh, oh, forget it now, because it's it's too long to go back, because I'd have to go all the way back. Forget it. <laughs> Thank you. Aguna... Um, who's up in the World Cup now? Uh, but this is how this is a typical Republican trick. I have a good, valid point with some meat to it, but because these Republicans babble on and deliberately take up my time, anyway. <laughs> I, I didn't know the topic was Serena. I mean, that's the only substantive comments you have is when you're talking about Serena Williams. So here's the thing we got France versus Argentina, that's going to be a good one. Different styles, Mbappe versus Messi. It's going to be one of them things. It's like a Royal Rumble. Well, I don't know because Morocco, well, Morocco has to play France first. I I can't look past them either, right? It's going to be one of those things where, you know, the colonizer versus the colony, whatever they want to call it, right? But then I predict it's going to be France versus Argentina. I just think France has a lot of firepower. Morocco is one of those teams that they have a good defense. They'll hang around and hang around. You saw how they beat um, was it Spain? It's one of Sp- Portugal lost to yeah. It was either Spain or Portugal they beat whatever. But they hung around. They went to PKs and they won it in PKs because the good the cool thing about soccer or football is it's not about who you are. Any given Sunday or whatever, a team that isn't as tactical or as skilled can win by just playing defense or some of their how the things play out, especially if you take it to PKs and things like that. So you have these Cinderella moments like you have Morocco, which would, if they beat France, they'll be the first African country to ever reach the World Cup um, final. But Argentina is tough, man. You know, Messi, I mean, they had three goals today um, against Croatia. Well, I was like, man, how does this guy even do this stuff? So 
Um, it's interesting. Uh, I, I, I wanted to see Argentina versus Brazil, but Brazil got knocked out by Croatia in PKs. Again, they hung around and hung around. Brazil scored late, but Croatia had an equalizer in overtime to take it to PKs, and then they won it in PKs. And Brazil, I don't know if you guys remember years ago when Germany won the World Cup down in Brazil. It was like a national day of mourning when Brazil got knocked out the World Cup and got destroyed by Germany. I think they lost by like 10 goals or something like that. It was the most embarrassing thing in their country's history almost. But that is how powerful soccer is to them. So it's going to be interesting to see what the final looks like. I'm predicting France versus Argentina. And I think Argentina is going to win it all because I, I just don't – Messi, he's playing some great ball right now. They did stumble against Japan in the um, in the group stage, but we'll see what happens. But uh, Messi, he, he looks like he he's, he's a phenomenal player. If you guys ever watch him, watch how he dribbles, just watch. He's a little guy, but he has just such great ball skill and in, in, in how he plays in, in – in, misdirections and things like that. It's just, it's amazing to watch them play. So if you have time, watch the game. If not, just watch them on YouTube. You can see some of the amazing goals that he does. But it'll be interesting to see him and Mbappe go at it when if uh, France plays uh, Argentina. All right. Thank you. Um, President Biden signed today. I think he signed it a while ago, but um, last week when it came to his desk. But today he signed into the, all the gay marriage bill at the White House. Um, Keith, um, do you want to talk about, let me add it to the stream, though. Um, that's the wrong one. Uh, about President Biden signing, the importance of him signing into law, the same-sex marriage and interracial marriage act. Well, uh, as I said before many times, and I'll say it again, this is an unconstitutional act because it does not reflect the laws of nature and of nature's God, which are uh, set in the Declaration of Independence for our um, you know, form of government, being a republic. So I would not protect gay marriage. Uh, instead, they cast out protecting uh, traditional marriage. DOMA was overturned by a judge, uh, even though the people uh, voted to keep it you know, for DOMA. Uh, DOMA was a Defense of Marriage Act years ago that uh, Clinton, a Democrat at the time, signed, you know, he signed into law. You know, the uh, legislature passed it and he signed it into law. So now a judge overturned it. So uh, why DOMA, are you so against mixed so why marriages? Would we overturn DOMA, traditional marriage should be protected, but now it's not protected. Gay marriage has invaded. Why are you against States. mixed marriages? Mixed marriages have it's nothing not. to do with, with gay marriage. Gay marriage has to do with a biological misfunction. But uh, I am not biologically a mistake uh, being black. Neither well, are you. That's not what they said about you. You were part ape. And no, so you have no, no business marrying no, no. a white woman. You should is, be thrown no, in jail for that kind no, of a sin. That has nothing to do with natural law. Natural law says I can marry the woman that I choose no, to marry. No, 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 not in America. No, that's you must, you you must not race yes, you mix. Can in America. That's America. You must not race mix. When you're race mixing, you'll be late for that. I am saying 
that this is wrong and God no, will judge. No, you won't talk. So according to the founding God fathers, you should be lynched for putting your no. hands on a no. white no, woman found, for less than that even looking at her. Todd. I just explained false it. Witness, Todd. I just explained it. Color is not the same as That's sexual. That's not what they said. No, they said you no, were three-fifths no. human. I don't care you what they said. And you belong in the jungle, not I touching white women. I don't care. And what they so do. you and Clarence Thomas would be thrown in jail. And of nature's God mm -hmm. said. Okay. Uh, all right. Hey, I think we're not talking anything serious. So, so, Keith, let me ask you this, okay? Because again, I understand what you're saying, but I do think this is taking uh, the law out of the judges or the judiciary branch's hands. Congress is actually doing their job. They're making laws. Now, one of the things that you're bringing up is about the whole aspect, because I know back when Clinton was debating that DOMA bill, it was all about the word marriage. Because, again, some people said, hey, we don't want marriage to be defined as between a man and a man or a woman and a woman. It has to be a man and a woman, because the word marriage was so tied to religion and so tied to which a lot has of nothing to things. do with religion and it, so to this point if you know my position on this has always been i just don't want the government involved right so if the government makes a law that hey you can you as a person can choose who you love and it, it, i think that is between you and your god how that plans out the government should be out of that way so if this law is is taking away government's ability to intrude on your private affair because again i get it we have religion we have our own personal opinions of what same-sex marriage should be and shouldn't be but i just don't think that the government has a role in trying to define that for us because if they do we're going to go down that slippery slope of tyranny which i thought people like you and Stephen were against. Because again, when you start talking about the intrusiveness of government, because again, you start defining same sex as a man and a man, the government can tax it. So they probably want some aspect of this to happen. But at the same time, it's all about staying out. The tyranny of it. Aguna, I, I agree with you on that. Well, you know, Aguna, Aguna, I agree with you Let me that. respond to Aguna. Uh, Stephen, let me respond to Aguna with this Could, word. They should call I'll it something else. That who is the one who is infringing who is the one that is asserting themselves and their ideas? It is the gay community. It, they're the ones that brought their, well, their own. And I, uh, and I do, I, I, get, I get your point on that because a lot How of times it's on, on television. Oh, well, this is the debate. This is the debate we have here, right? Go it's ahead. on television. Let me hear this dumb we, debate. We hear, if you say something that, you're, that you don't feel comfortable, you see something you're not comfortable with and you speak out against it, all of a sudden you're being demonized. So I get- No, you're being I, what you are, biased or racist or sexist that. or homophobic. But at, the same, but at the same time, I don't think the gay community is doing anything directly to you. you we, we're kind of getting offended at the fact that they're asserting themselves on our ideas, which makes you're us uncomfortable. You're getting offended because but nobody, they want to be able to do what you do. I'm not denying that, Todd, but, you know, some people have a hard time dealing with well, that. That's right? their and I get, I get and the I don't whole... care about their hard time. I have a hard time dealing with stupidity. But, now, I mean, but people, this. but see, this is, this is where, but this, I think this is where the debate kind of gets lost because there are many people, no. especially in the black community, right? Who yeah. do not equate LGBTQ rights to civil rights when that's, it comes to race, but right? That's their we don't we don't equate the two. We, in uh, fact, we feel that 
things have kind of been railroaded because, you know, you're you're conflating these two issues that really to keep pointing. And, and again, I'm not necessarily saying, hey, Keith is correct here, but he's but pointing out the fact that we are humans, you know. It's your ignorance that's allowing that. I'm, I'm going to cut you off. It means he's right. I'm going to cut you off. It means he's right. This is the issue, Ty. We can't even have a conversation about it. We, we can't even have a conversation. We can't even have a conversation. against gay people or not. Mute yourself because I've got right to make serious point. Yeah, so hey, you know, but. Shh. My now, whole thing, is, my whole original point, Tom, the government should stay out of point it anymore. You want to get married to Keith? Now, oh, let me yeah. say this. All right. I don't believe marriage I'm has all, anything to do. Gay people Shut. doing their thing. Hey, 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 hey. We love Keith, everybody. I, we love Scott, everybody, uh, Todd. Can you all mute yourselves? No. I don't think marriage has anything to do with the Bible. I think they've. Uh, um, infringed on the Bible. But I really don't think marriage has anything to do with the Bible because uh, they were allowed to have several wives. Remember- um, You never read the Bible. That's, that's natural, that's uh, natural, that's natural, Ty. <laughs> Abraham, Go never read the Bible. Jacob, listen to me carefully. Abraham, Jacob, David, and Solomon. Remember those guys? But, they had, but it was marriage. He was married to multiple wives. wives. It still was marriage. Yes. 700 <laughs> and 300 concubines. Oh, you just, oh, you just Did wrong. Did you hear what I just said? 700 Nobody, wives and 300 that, that you shot up. Off. 300 Are you talking marriage or monogamy? Are you talking marriage or monogamy, Todd? Polygamy. That's called okay, polygamy. Okay. So and, now, and from a cultural standpoint, that was accepted because a lot of times people died in childbirth. We're, we're you need, need as many kids as possible to work on it. The Bible wait. says to multiply. If you have more wives, you multiply. Why can't you do that now? Then why why can't you have seven hundred wives now? I don't, I don't you think you can multiply in same sex. You can't. You can't. Go ahead, cousin Todd. Whew. Okay, my point was, I don't think it's biblical at all. They, these people had 700 wives and concubines and things like that. So now all of a sudden God changed, but God never changes and said, oh, you know what? Now you don't need 700 wives, just have one. Get out of my face. All of it is sheer okay. nonsense. You can marry who you want to marry, period. Just like uh, blacks were allowed to marry white women which is more dangerous, really, if you think about it, because you're liable to get lynched, Keith. <laughs> you, know, you know, last time on the show, uh, Keith was like, you know, can you marry a dog if you want to? You yeah, know, dog, you that, 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 that kind of stupidity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you go, you go down this slippery right, slope. Well, well, okay. If you want to marry a five-year-old, Todd, what if you want to marry no, a five-year-old? No, 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 A five-year-old. Well, that's, five what, Todd, that's kind of what your people do, isn't it? Their cousins and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> you yeah, people, three, Ty, four, Ty, who are my people that, that want to screw five-year-olds, Todd? Who are my people that want to do that? White. How old was Muhammad's wife? How old was Muhammad's wife? What are you talking about Muhammad for? I'm Good. talking about people that married their cousins and all that. Like 13. Todd? At How 13 old years old. 
Was she old enough? Was okay, I got to move on. I'm sorry. I got to move on. I got to move on. Me or anybody um, like me. I'm not let's talk Muhammad. about what happened last week. Excuse me. I don't know who Muhammad is. So I know. Okay, excuse me. Let's talk about what happened last week. I want to show you this screen that Aguna insisted that I show Stephen last um when was that last Wednesday however I knew that if I were to show Stephen that last Wednesday I would have gotten absolutely no rest the entire day of Wednesday Aguna go ahead and say what you had to say to Stephen about you know, I, I, you know at show. this point, at this point in the show, we've been on this show for so long. I'm used to Stephen being wrong. Okay, I, I know I'm used to him being wrong about elections, wrong about debates. I still love him though. But again, he was wrong last Tuesday. He got on here, and I told him I was like, "Look, they're neck and neck, and 93% of the precincts are reporting in Georgia. However, the Cobb County, Fulton County, Cobb County." only have 50% of the votes in. So if Herschel Walker isn't running way ahead of Warnock this late in the game, it's a wrap. And sure enough, it was a wrap. Now, it shouldn't even have been this close, okay? This has been the biggest minstrel show that I have seen in decades in this country. The guy was not fit to be a, a senator. And Again, Herschel Walker, he didn't have a platform. You know, he got up on the debate. He said he was going to yes, win he this election. Did he not say he was going to win this election? So, I mean, it's election. stuff like that. that <laughs> <laughs> it's stuff like that. Well, I mean, this guy was a complete circus. And it was funny because as soon as he lost, Okay, well, why wasn't he a circus? Why wasn't he a serious candidate? He's been accused, uh, listen, Aguna, he's been accused of, 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 of trying to have sex with kids. He's been accused of brutally beating his well, wife and abusing her and running over her with the well, car. Are you, are you talking so about Herschel Walker? You're talking about Herschel Walker? You're talking about Herschel Walker, right? This a preacher said, Jesus would be cool You're talking about Herschel Walker, right? Are You're you talking, talking about Herschel Walker, right? You're talking about Herschel Walker. I, think, I don't know who you're talking about. Jesus would be cool with abortions. Look, see, and, and then this is this, this is why, and this is exactly why, you know, Herschel Walker wasn't a serious candidate because you're going to try to dig up all this dirt on Warnock. Look at his voting record when it comes to what about his what about his voting record when it comes to protecting military families? You look at Donald Trump's record. So you talk about all these people's characters, but then you don't vote on character when it comes to the candidate he's against. Herschel Walker was not only a far worse candidate; he was a far worse human being. Warnock voted for to protect military families. Warnock voted. He's a very moderate. He's a very moderate, almost conservative Democrat. But you don't know that because all you know you see the D, and you just go down this whole whole rabbit hole of nonsense. He's a preacher. You dumb black loogie. It is. So, so why should I? Why should I have voted for Herschel Walker, Stephen? Uh, in your opinion, because he's great in bed. 
What, what, what were the it's issues that Herschel Walker just moved to? He didn't even guy. live in Georgia. You have a balance in the Senate. You have now. So, so, okay, well, so let's stop right there. You didn't want to vote for him because of what you didn't want to vote for him because of what his beliefs were. You just wanted that to be an R in the Senate, so there's a balance of power. No, like does that the, make sense to you? His beliefs. Okay, so like what, what were his beliefs? Views on what? Like what? did he stand for? The reason I didn't vote for him is because I don't live there, and that's illegal. I know a Democrat mind don't understand that. But, but it's funny you say that because he didn't live in Georgia either. He didn't live in Georgia either. <laughs> he had a house Texas. there. And, and it's Walker funny. Herschel Walker is a better man than what you have here. Herschel Walker never beat know. his wife. Well, Herschel Walker I'm didn't try to have sex how. with you. Steven, I've asked you how a hundred times and you haven't said anything. He's you just keep babbling in circles. He adopted the America First standard for this country. He wanted to do things that was that good for mean? the ordinary person. That doesn't mean that's propaganda. 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 Tell me what, what was his plan for tax? What's his tax guys. plan? Wait a minute, Juno. What's his tax plan? He's for America okay. first. He's one of Donald Trump's handpicked what selections. Is that? That, 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 that? Donald Trump had no platform. That's not telling me anything. Donald Trump has no platform. America first. You stop the war on the oil. That means you stop spending so much money. That means you stop doing the things that we that Biden has done to hurt this country. Biden supporter. Stephen, Stephen, come on now. If you're gonna pull things out your ass, at least know what you're talking about. Don't just do that stop. Leave it in there. Don't you dare pull anything out this of there is for in you. the air. This is for you. This, ah. this is, this is Herschel Walker's platform. Ah. <laughs> Wipe your ass with it, Stephen. Because I'm not listening to that cool crap. Stephen, don't you dare <laughs> pull anything out of your butt while you're on the air. <laughs> That's why they had to do a another. That's why they had to do a, a recall. That's why they had to do it over again. Don't recall, man. Stop. Stop. Don't you dare pull anything out of your butt while you're in the air. You were wrong. They had to to revote. You were wrong, Stephen. It's called a recount. You know what? You know why y'all said I'm wrong about him? Because I've been right about everything. And I know it it chaps your little asses. And I've been right about everything. If anybody has watched this show or listened to past shows, I have not been wrong. You know what? Herschel Walker Steven, was you just said Herschel and, uh, Walker and, uh, was going to win. We're celebrating the fact. You said Herschel right. Walker was going to win. He lost. You said Trump was going to win. He lost. Trump lost. Me and Keith were celebrating. I wasn't wrong. Why, why are you so hey, why, why are you, you so red? Doing, yeah, go Herschel. Go Herschel. <laughs> We didn't say he was going to win. Hey, we said it it's looks interesting. like he's going to win because he has it's the It's 8.30. To my audience, to our audience it's 8.30. It's time for Steven's before temper tantrum. Here he goes. Steven. Before I get old. Steven. Okay. Don't you dare pull anything out of your butt on the air. It's 8.30. It's time for the meltdown. The Steven meltdown on cue, 8.30 every time. Good job. I keep saying something. No, don't you dare pull anything out of your butt on the air. Kristen Cinema has a potential 2024 run 
um, creates anxiety in the Senate, especially after she just changed her party. She's no longer Democratic. Cousin right. Todd, do you want to talk to how that affects the uh, the Senate? Well, uh, she was not to be trusted anyway. Between Cinema and Mansion, they were um, uh, they wouldn't do things that uh, Democrats needed them to do. Like for example, they would hold out because they're Republicans anyway. They're Democrat in name only, so they would hold out. And which I knew, Cinema. <clears throat> was going to change parties sooner or later. Uh, and she did that so that she wouldn't be primary. And so now she's independent. <laughs> In other words, Republican. And she did that selfishly. But that's okay because, oh, I forget this man that's going to run against her in two years. I forget his name. Um, but, he, uh, oh, I'm trying to remember his name, but I can't. But nevertheless, she's going to lose in two years. So... She's going to get all she can now and make all of her connections. You know how Republicans love to make connections. So she can uh, leave this job and make some real money. So Keith- and It's interesting because by her being independent in this Senate, I mean, because Warnock won, she's not a swing vote. So by being independent, she may be able to negotiate with the Republicans a little bit more, but at the same time, it may not matter because they still have the tiebreaker with um with the vice president. So right. it's kind of a pl- power play for her a little bit, just in case yeah. she wants to run and to Todd's point about being primary. Again, make no mistake. This is all about the next election. Yes. So it's like, again, when you, if a Senator, unlike a Congress or someone in the house, the senators are primarily millionaires already. They already make a lot of money to be a Senator. Right. So it's more so about positioning influence and power. As well, you move not- on. Not when you get out. When you get out, what are you going to do? You got to be able to get a uh, job that makes good money, which is what she's in there doing now. And she'll be out in two years. Let me bring Keith in. Keith, for Kristen Cinema to change, if you can see this article by CNN.com, it says her surprise decision to become an independent (laughs) has Democratic leaders struggling to answer basic question. How should they deal with her if she runs for re-election? Um, well, you know, deal with her. well, it's interesting to note uh, that nobody uh, brought this up, but uh, you don't leave the Democrat Party for it unless you have a I mean, there's a it's amazing that anyone who leaves the Democrat Party and moves to the right of it uh, is that to me is, is sending a message that the Democrats have pretty much lost it. They may have gone further left than what she wants to go. I'm not saying she's now a conservative, but the fact that she left a the Democrats, you know, are very uh, progressive means it maybe they've gone too far. And so I don't know why people don't get that message, but that's that's beyond me. Um, Keith, I mean, uh, Stephen. Yeah, I think she's <laughs> smart. I think I think basically I'm not saying I'm not trying to equate her to a rat. But it's like a, a rat jumping off a sinking ship. And that's what the Democrat Party is right now. They're being Have, exposed and they could be more exposed. It's right now that? it's just with Twitter and what Elon Musk. And he, he's why do you think exposing sinking them ship? and everything that's there for the for the past few years? Why are they a sinking ship? So it's Stephen? it's a great it's a good Democrat Party. They know they're in a lot of trouble right now. You know, 
And, and this is, and this is the echo chamber. Very this is the echo chamber. Because, I mean, let's have an educated debate on this show, right? The Democratic Party, you had an unpopular president, an unpopular Democratic president, not lose power in a, in a midterm for the first time since FDR. Right, so the, since the first time since FDR, our president, right. you know why? Because it was fixed. Not popular, didn't lose the right. Senate, and only lost a couple Nine of seats, seats in, the in house. that yeah. house. And to of. say that somehow this equates to a sinking ship. If you looked at Biden's agenda, whether you agree with it or not, he's moving legislation. He's governing. Right. You may not believe in his positions, but to sit here and say, hey, you know what? He's doing a, a horrible job and the economy's in the hole and all this. That. That's not true. Yeah, and we don't like he's gas prices. Yeah, we don't like inflation. But it was going to be this way anyway, coming out of a pandemic. You know, we look at let's first thing we got to do if we want to be serious about, you know, a debate. Of the country, did let's not be like honest. The let's, talk, let's talk specific issues. Let's not sit here and just spew out propaganda because of the popularity contest. Look at issue by issue. The Republicans it's failed tremendously. In this, in this. Your propaganda. No, no, no. Look at the votes. The Republicans failed tremendously in this midterm, primarily because they were you running candidates for Crystal Walker. And they, did, and they had a grievance. You're coming on it's here, this show is an example of that. You just have grievance. You're just angry. It's you don't have a position. You just election. want somebody else to that's not this person okay, in office. So and now he's running the country in the ground. Not like the Steven, Steven, Wait. Steven, 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 Okay, but only Democrats steal elections. Republicans don't steal elections. I've been asking you all questions and you're like not listening. Uh, so, Stephen, have you noticed that when you go to the supermarket, the prices of items that you buy in a supermarket are each item is up one whole dollar? Is this How a roundtable question? No, it's not. How have you dealt with that? Financially, Stephen. I don't have financial issues like a lot of people in this country do, and a lot of people around the world have financial issues. And bad. Of that, I'm doing pretty good. People that are all right, you're breaking up. Um, but it's he's... the policies of Joe, and this is why they're they're. The biggest pariah, the biggest problem, the, the, the most worst thing that's ever happened to Democrats have been years. And all of that's being exposed right now, partially because of Elon and what he's doing with Trump. Does nobody understand so, what I'm talking about? No, we don't. No. Neither do you. So, okay, so. so. Keith, let me ask you. Uh, let me put it this way, Keith. I go to You're in or you're ignorant or you're. No, I use coupons. All you had to say, Stephen, is use coupons. So I You're go to independent thinker. I, I go to supermarket. Seventy-five percent of this country does not agree with the way we're going in this country. Not, them people, we did not. Yeah, and and I and I think thirty-five percent of this country is real smart, stolen. right? They're real Guess smart. What? <laughs> Guess what? Guess what? I go to supermarket and I get these Amarosa rolls that are very popular here in Philadelphia and they make them the rolls for cheese steaks and all sorts of sandwiches. 
And I love their club rolls. And they were like $3.50. Now they're $4.50. And that makes a difference in my bill. That means I can't get maybe two packs of those club rolls every time I can get, every time I go, I get one. And this inching up on sending the extra money to the consumer through the supermarket is not good. And it's going to make people like me, like I've done, have to get one pack of Amorosa rolls instead of two. Keith, have you noticed that in California? And what do you think can stop it? Well, you know, all I do is basically discipline myself. You know, me personally, that's what I do. My wife, she complains every time she comes to the, from the market, the supermarket. And uh, I, I, there's this, um, I call it, it's a, a banana nut loaf of bread. It's really awesome. It's uh, zucchini bread. I buy zucchini bread, a slice. It's a nice thick slice. I used to buy it for $4 and 30 something cents. Now it's $8 and 40 oh my something. Gosh. So that's yeah, crazy. But bread. But yeah, this is California, though, you guys. Uh, so so, so uh, let's, you know, let's, let's make this our roundtable. And then, Keith, let, we're going to um, keep going with you in terms of the tridemic. There is you didn't, ask me about, you didn't ask me about the supermarket, Stacy. I got coupons here. I got if there's something I can't afford, I don't buy it. I only drive no, one car. Right. You know, Aguna, I'm looking at Aguna, Aguna, there's all kind of stuff Aguna, I'm doing to get Aguna, around. I'm a Aguna, capitalist. Aguna. Oh. This right. is the round table. I said we're adding it. We're starting with Keith. We're getting well, to he the round table. To answer the poor people's question about food. That, that's coming. It's coming. He still can. He still can. It's not over. I was making a joke. It's another coupon. So, I got coupons so here. There's all kind of stuff. If, excuse me. So if you look at the screen, I'm showing you the CNN article talking about this is a part of our round table across the country. An overflow healthcare workers are struggling to catch their breath as hospitals feel sick of patients and patients battling a trifecta of respiratory illnesses, COVID-19, RSV, and the flu. The CDC is saying mask up. Keith, that's the second part of the question. Um, what can we do to help protect our healthcare workers, Keith? And then the same questions to Stephen, then Aguna, then Cousin Todd. Go ahead, Keith. Well, first thing we can do is uh, look to the Lord for our healing and our strength. We need to uh, cite God's word. God's word is uh, that God is Jesus is the healer. And we need to say that Jesus Christ is above COVID. His blood that was shed for us can protect us. And when God says that if you obey my voice and keep my commands, I will put none of these diseases on you that I put on the Egyptians. And that, and that is a fact. God is true. And I believe that. That's why. And I, I haven't gotten COVID. Knock on wood, knock on the Lord's door. <laughs> and that's not to say that I never will. It's just to say that I have trusted God since the beginning and I'll continue. Have you to trust ever been him. sick? Have you Wait. ever been sick in your life? Yes, I have. Have you ever and been sick in your life? Okay. Then did, did you trust God? <laughs> did he protect you from that sickness? What did I just say? I said, if I got it, I would still trust him. Okay. So. Uh, the and thing if, I would you jump off a bridge and trust him to catch you? What we could also do is protect our health by getting plenty of vitamin C, vitamin D, and uh, get uh, herbs and um, nutrients through our vegetables, because I eat more, more of a plant-based diet anyway. 
But I think that uh, we can uh, get those, those are natural vaccines. But if you could replicate uh, the uh, same thing in a vaccine, you wouldn't get that created by uh, man through the power of God. Keep our and to keep our and we we can keep our immune system strong by eating the proper dosage of vegetables and fruit, and uh, that is a very good fact. It is also uh, proven by science. So I think that's Thank important. You. Keep the vaccine. Okay. Who created the vaccine, God or or man? Who created the vaccine? Did God create the vaccine? Yeah, God created the uh, ingredients that the vac that create the vaccine. Yes. Okay. Thank cool. You. Thank you, Stephen. First groceries, and then the trifecta of COVID, RSV, and the flu, and how we can keep our people who are sick in hospitals and nursing homes safe. What the heck is Stephen doing? Stephen is gone. Yeah, you're, you're on mute. Trust in the Lord uh, to unmute you. Trust in the Lord to unmute you. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Can y'all hear me? Yes. It has always been all three of those illnesses, but for political reasons, they just said it was COVID-19. Uh, you know, I do. I believe in God and I believe in herd immunity. And that that's what helps people, not a mask, not new things that we're doing like that. It's just if you get sick, then your body builds builds up stuff to keep you from getting sick next time. This is how our bodies work thousands of years. And, and generally, normal people do not go around wearing a mask when it, when people are, try, are getting sick. People get the flu and they're okay. People get colds, they're okay. People get COVID, they're okay. They don't even have any symptoms sometimes. But, you know, some people that are highly susceptible to that will die of all, any three of these things, any, any kind of respiratory, any kind of something. And this is why we're still brainwashed about COVID. And this is why everybody sounds so stupid about COVID because it, and wearing a mask and, and doing stuff like this, it sounds so stupid because the people who are the most vulnerable get, get sick the worst or they die. And these shots that they're given, not good. And if you're still putting shots and you're still pushing a mask, then you don't understand science. I'm not the one that's wrong now. I'm the one that's been right. The quacks and the idiots and the one who are trying to deceive us on purpose oh are the God. ones who are wrong. I wasn't wrong. I had not been wrong on this subject. Now, a lot of people are getting hurt from these shots. They're getting heart issues, especially young men are getting heart issues after they get these shots. And these are all facts. Prove this is it. all scientific. Prove this that. is driven by the by, Prove by that. doctors. I don't, I don't, see, I don't see any, not, I don't see any medical degree back there behind your fake piano there. I don't see a medical degree over there near your fake piano, Stephen. Is there a medical degree over there? I think oh, every I degree you have, I think you should give them all back. Can you if name you don't one? What can I'm you name what I have? You don't know what I have. You don't even know what I have. Stephen, can you go to groceries? Stephen, go to groceries, please. Okay, then you said what Stacey, you had to you say want... about groceries, that you don't have that problem. So you already said it, right? Yeah. So let's go to Aguna. I still can afford groceries. And I'm, I'm like a Guna. I'm smart about what I do. I'm like uh, 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 eighth. We're smart okay, about what you. we do. We, we don't go out there and do stupid stuff. I buy stuff in bulk. I do what I have to do. 
but I'm, I'm I don't I'm, I'm not sweating not and plus you have to prep and you have to head and if people don't see things coming from years away and people who like me who say you better prepare then then if you don't prepare it's not my problem and if things go okay. up and they get higher well I've got an abundance of whatever at, at certain All right. certain levels Thank so you. it's just Thank you. It's it's people people need to take care of themselves and not on the government. All right, thank you. Thank you, Stacey. Yeah, so as far as the pandemic, I mean, again, I'm not going to sit here and say, hey, you should wear a mask, you shall, mandates and stuff like that. I was for mandates early when it was more so just in a one small window of time where, like, if you're in elementary school and if we were all quiet, we can all go to recess. Just the same thing. It was only temporary. It's not like they're going to come in there. And, and it's, I, again, I know people are scared of China, but you see what's going on in China. Not like that. Okay. Just, hey, and if you're susceptible, if you have an immune deficiency, it is your personal preference or choice to wear a mask to get a vaccine. Do what you got to do. All right. Leave it between you. Now, the only other thing is don't come in my house and not wash your hands and do all that other nasty stuff and then think that it's just the Lord that's going to prevent you from getting germs and all this other stuff. That's ridiculous. The Lord also put for us to use. All right. Science, engineering, math. Those are things that the Lord instilled in us that we can use to apply to the betterment of man. So all this other nonsense is a bunch of crap. As far as groceries. All right. I do. Stephen is right. You, you can get very creative. We as Americans are sometimes spoiled, right? We want things. The banana nut bread to keep eats and all that other stuff is not a right. It's a privilege. And, and as a consumer, if I think that something's too expensive, I don't buy it. I get something else. I can get generic. I can do all kind of different options in order to drive down the price of that particular good or service. Now, I can also, as an individual citizen, buy stock and invest in certain foods and things like that. Therefore, I own it, right? So when other people have to pay more for it, you know, I'm actually getting a profit from it as well. Because in America, we can own stuff. You can own a business. You can be an entrepreneur. You have choices. You have preferences. You have, you know, you have options. Now, not eating out, it's going to be a pain because I know I like certain restaurants I like to go to. But if I don't have to eat out, get into debt and do certain things for a certain period of time until the economy bounces back, until prices go down, I'm okay with doing that. And I'm okay with getting multiple streams of income, investing, getting another job, those type of things to supplement my income, getting income when I sleep. But the problem with Americans, we don't educate ourselves around those things. So a lot of times we rely on the government to influence the economy, create the opportunity where we can create that ourselves, right? So it's one of those things where, yeah, the government can do so much. But as an individual, especially in this country, you have so much liberty and freedom to really go out there and make so much more money that you don't have to worry about this stuff happening to you. It's just, you just got to be creative and you got to be able to do it. That's right. it. Right Thank on. you. Cousin Todd. Okay. Uh, the food situation, I don't notice the prices really. I just don't. So um, then again, I don't eat a lot. <laughs> Um, as far as the masking situation, if you have um, someone in your home who is more vulnerable, wear a mask. It's as simple as that. Um, when you're out in the street, you don't have to wear a mask. But when you're 
in close quarters. What do you mean quarters. when you're out in the street? When you're in a store out in the no, street, like out, Costco or Sam's out Club? Out in the street. Sam's Club is not in the street. Sam's Club is a store that you go into. So you and mean you when should... you're out in the park, you don't have to wear a mask. Make yourself clear. I'm making myself clear, but you're a Trump supporter, so it'll never be clear for you. <clears throat> now, um, uh, so uh, I'm not a Trump supporter. As far as um, Stephen <laughs> talking about uh, the shots the kill people and makes people sick, I'm going to send you this book. And maybe you can read it a little bit. And you'll you're learn not going to read it if it's not the real Dr. Fauci. Yeah. If it's not the real Dr. Fauci, oh, you got nineteen before. Send you this book, <laughs> and you read this <laughs> book because you're not a physician, Stephen. Why don't you Even read though... this book? Oh my God! What oh is my that? God. I'm well, not going to read the Constitution of the United. I'm not going to read porn. What is that? A porno magazine? No, ma'am. Constitution not going to do United that. States. Send that book to Stephen. So, <laughs> nevertheless, Constitution is porn to Todd. Yeah, you heard him, Stephen. You heard him. Okay. Yeah, of course it, you heard him, Stephen. All you have to say him. is porn, and Stephen's ears perk right up. And so does Keith's. Anyway, that's it. <laughs> hey, what, no Stacy? Can I make lady. a quick, uh, Stacy? Yes, go ahead. Real quick, Stephen. Here's my statement. I want everybody to hear this. You want to this get married to Stephen, right? Exodus chapter 15, verse 26. If you will listen to the voice of the Lord, your God, and obey it and do what is right, then I will make none of these, none of you will suffer the diseases I sent on the Egyptians. And, you know, it's really interesting. You still get sick. But people want to say, oh, because you still get sick, oh, that God is not a, a God of his word. Well, that's not true because there's still many natural, as Aguna said, there are many natural things that we do that cause, that bring sickness upon ourselves. Right. So and all I'm saying also, is you should be more educated in how you conduct yourself. You don't need yeah. a mask if you are, if you're he, healthy. I think he's talking about a spiritual... And and what's okay. uh, Thank what you. Keith We're left out, out is he got the shot. He got the shot. First responders in he our community. The shots. Well, Stephen did. Give you back being shot. Of the U.S. military for all that you do and sacrificing your lives. No locusts. No locusts. Whatever we fall down upon to do, we are forever indebted. On behalf of Aguna. The Nigerian moderate Republican, Keith, the constitutional conservative. Hmm. He, he Stephen, used today. I'm proud of you, Keith. Stephen, the independent thinker. Give me a break. Now, you know, oh, yeah. well, he's the Fox News thinker. The and my cousin Todd. Yeah. <laughs> Camel Beanie. Is that a turtleneck? I'm Stacey Johnson. Let's no. keep this conversation going. You can check us out. Please like and subscribe to us on our YouTube Wait, excuse me. <laughs> All right, sorry. <laughs> Please like and subscribe to us on Sportletics at YouTube. Check us out on Stephanie Stallworth's The Flow Television Network. You can catch our 
videos on YouTube. Like and subscribe to Spoilertix. Also, we're on Twitch and Twitter. And check out our Instagram page on Instagram to see what all of us are doing when we are not on the show. I'm sorry I couldn't be seen today. I had eye surgery yesterday, but we will be back next week raring and ready to go. Well, you could have been seen really today because Stephen had his surgery and he came back. Uh, and I didn't ask Good you, night. how were you doing, Stephen, after your surgery? Doing tremendous. I don't know, Stephen, but you all right, Stephen? You bouncing doing back? tremendous. Yeah. Doing all right. Are you okay after all that surgery? I had an addictomy. I had an addictomy. Now I feel like a man. All right. What the hell? Yeah. I All thought right. you had a sex change operation.